On this week's episode, it was the calm before the storm at the box office last weekend. Wes Anderson has confirmed the title and cast of his next film. And Captain Marvel gets its second official trailer. Let's get started. This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Off the Braid podcast. No, it is not Cody. She was unavailable. So it's me, Kyle, having to substitute in the hosting role for her. But I'm still joined by my good buddy, Eric. What's up, man? Not much. I mean, I think people are pretty used to, you know, when they hear you go, no, it's not Cody. It's probably like, <laughs> oh, okay. You never know. There's some people who are like, who is who is this? I don't recognize this voice. times at this point. <laughs> no, um... Got a nice simple day. Yeah, not a whole lot of news, but I think we can. I think we can handle it. A lot of our news uh, came a lot from yesterday as compared to today, so we'll get into that in a bit. But first, uh, let's just do a quick recap on the really boring box office yeah, that was I mean, last weekend. <laughs> I mean, you you can kind of get the feeling that most of the studios, you know, they're kind of holding back because most of them the. The last movies they have for this year are like their big awards contenders, or at yeah. least what they're hoping are going to be. Right. You know, Universal still has uh, Welcome to Marwin to push out. Uh, Warner Bros. has Aquaman. I mean, I mean, awards season and big holiday blockbusters right. is what I mean. Yeah. So this weekend, other than <laughs> the possession of Hannah Grace, which I'm pretty sure most people probably didn't even know was a thing. I, um, I think it's safe to say that no one knew this was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember the trailer played, you know, a couple weeks back. I forget what I was seeing, but when a movie's first trailer comes out like a couple weeks before the movie does, yeah, it's sort of like, you know, what do you expect? It's usually not a good sign. I mean, with like the exception of a John Wick maybe, but yeah, it's, usually it's, it's, it's not a good sign. It, it kind of comes across as like a... Ugh, what are we gonna do with this thing? Um, just just get it out there. <laughs> well, that and that and it just didn't look anything worthy of going out no. to see. You know, like I think no, people realize that they could save their dollars totally and go wait standard for generic jump scare horror. Yeah, band, or horror film fair, which is what it sounds like is what that is. Yeah, with all the critics I've been seeing it with people having their own opinions as well. Yeah, made a whole, what, seven and a half million or something. Opened if, it like if. seven or eighth place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just did not It did not make a dent. And otherwise, for the box office, like it was all pretty much what we expected. Ralph still took the top. Uh, Creed 2 is still making money, so yeah. good for it. Um, I think a big surprise is how The Grinch is still racking yeah. up money. It's over yeah. 200 mil domestically now. I think oh, that's yeah. pretty impressive, especially with Ralph being right next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those animated family films are unbeatable at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, but I mean, besides Possession of Hannah Grace coming out last weekend, there really is not much a lot yeah, happening was... in the box office, and we still have a, one more weekend, I think, before anything yeah, major week, comes out. Yeah, I can't out. remember the, the, off the top of my head the major releases this weekend. I, know I don't there's think a couple, there's any. Yeah, I know there's a couple uh, more limited movies that are expanding, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Ben is back is one. Mary Queen of Scots is another one as well. Yeah, so those will be expanding. Schindler's List is celebrating expanding. its 25th anniversary too that weekend. Yeah. So maybe some theaters will be able to have it playing. But yeah, a couple weeks then we'll start getting. I think Spider Man Enter the Spider Verse. We get. Um, 
I was just there. Let me go back. I think Bumblebee will be one that following weekend as well. Yeah. Um, so basically, in a couple of weeks, then we're gonna start getting the big, the big ones. Yeah. Oh, this... Mortal Mortal in- Engines. Oh yeah. I I don't know what to make of that quite yet. Maybe it'll, it'll make enough money for itself, but that Who one we'll knows? just have to wait and see. That we haven't been too high horse. on that one. But yeah, uh, just a pretty low-key weekend nobody really expected anything nothing really did anything yeah and i think we can probably imagine the same thing will happen next weekend yeah probably yeah so anyway not much to really talk about when it comes to the (laughs) box office but wanted to catch you guys up on what did happen last weekend meaning nothing really happened Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) uh so let's just get into our first um article that we have here which is that wes anderson has announced his um next film its official title and the cast as well yeah, I guess the beginnings of the cast, I'm sure it'll grow. Because, I mean, his movies, the cast list can, you know, it's pages and pages long. So do you know, is there a synopsis for this out yet? Or is there any uh, kind of description? Really. So the movie's called The French Dispatch. And I forget who broke the story. I want to say It looks like IndieWire. IndieWire, yeah. IndieWire yeah. broke the story. And basically what they described it as is it's a sort of love letter to journalism or journalists and it takes place at, I think, like a French um, outpost. I'm not exactly positive. Like a French outpost in some part of America. Mm-hmm. Um, some kind of remote area, whatever. Time period, it says later half of the 20th century. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. That, again, that, that sounds a little Wes Anderson-y, I would yeah. say. I mean, I'm I'm butchering the description IndieWire gave but mm-hmm. yeah i mean it a, a lot of people thought it was going to be a musical at first i'm not exactly sure where those rumors began or why but up until this IndieWire article it was kind of assumed that wes anderson was working on a musical i'm surprised he hasn't yet are you surprised no no i i I mean, just look at the guy and look at his yeah. movies. I, I'm just. I mean, I'm looking at like, a picture of him right now, and I'm like, you would think he would I'm make just a waiting musical. Waiting for some quirky musical number to yeah. break out. It'd a be Bill some, Murray yeah, song and dance weird, number. Like, Old timey, you know, some weird mm-hmm. music choice, but. And it looks like um, I'm looking at the description here. You were pretty much spot on. A love letter to journalists that takes place at the Parisian outpost. Outpost, excuse me, of an American newspaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I doubt I said that word right as well, so I apologize. <laughs> I'm not the quite the best at reading. Um, but, you know, I mean, Wes Anderson, it also looks like his um, cast is just as Wes Anderson-y as it gets. I mean, oh, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, you got your classics, or your staples. You're Francis always, McDormand. You can always count on seeing Bill Murray there. Mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton, yep, Francis McDormand. Well, I'm excited to see Timothy Chalamet, though, in a, in a Wes Anderson movie, because he's... Uh, rumored to be in there or yeah. he is confirmed to be in there it looks like he's confirmed in there as well as benicio del toro jeffrey wright yep um the rumored ones are natalie portman oh, and true, brad true. pitt which i think those two would be yeah. cool, would be very interesting as yeah. well uh, no i'm super excited for timothy and benicio though i think they're gonna fit right in with that sort of cast of reoccurring mm-hmm. actors that Wes Anderson has created over the years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, for me personally, like I just don't gel with his movies all that well. Like it's just not my cup of tea, but clearly he has an audience. He's clearly beloved in the industry. And this does sound like an interesting story. It sounds like an interesting project for Wes Anderson to tackle. And hopefully a trailer will come out for this 
relatively soon. Yeah. I don't know when this starts filming quite yet, but I mean, I just kind of need to see something first to really get a sense of yeah, no, what this could be. Yeah, always hard because most of them you can boil down to like a description that sounds like it's like okay what where's the story there you know like yeah you know like grand budapest hotel it's like oh this is an eccentric guy who runs a hotel oh okay <laughs> uh moonrise kingdom it's like a little boy and girl run away at summer camp i mean isle of dogs like it, the trailers i thought did a good job at explaining what isle the story dogs, was like it's a lot more streamlined or it's a lot more uh accessible yeah. Uh, just purely based on the story. It's a very clear, easy to understand story. Yeah, that's uh, true. Point A, B, and C. But at the same time, also, like, just with its tone and vibe, you kind of were also thinking, is this what I think it's going to be? Like, <laughs> yeah. is it, And so there's always that type of little something about Wes Anderson that mm-hmm. makes you wonder, what am I going to be into exactly? <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. what is this? Yeah, I mean, love letter to journalists, set it up Parisian outpost. Okay, I don't... I don't need to know more. I'm sure Wes Anderson will make a story out of it. <laughs> I just need to know if Portman and Pitt are going to be involved. Yeah. Because I would love to see those type of actors mm-hmm. come into this type of story. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's had a tiny little role in one of his movies, uh, Darjeeling Limited. She was like a, actually, it might have just been a short film. Uh, it was like a spinoff, and hmm. uh, Jason Schwartzman was her love interest. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the, I'm not familiar the with short that is one. called The Hotel... I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, she she's she was in that short film, and I can't recall if Brad Pitt has ever like done a voice performance, maybe in Fantastic Mr. Fox or something. Oh, I didn't even think about um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, that could be one. But no, I would love to see those two make it. Are you talking about Hotel Chevalier? Yeah, she, yeah. Is that how it's pronounced Chevalier? Like Again, I'm bad at reading. Something. It's something <laughs> French, I bet. No. The word was in my mind. I just didn't want to butcher it. Oh, no, that's where I come in. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you take the fall there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, good good for Anderson to keep making movies. Glad that he has the audience for it. And, oh, yeah, I mean, be his obvious. movie, I think. Really? Yeah. That many already? Wow, mm-hmm. it just, that's crazy to me. But, no, good for him and hope to see, like, yeah. what well, we're in for with that yeah, anyway. I'm sure, I'm sure more news will come out next year once production gets underway. Yeah, true. Uh, so after after that, we have another uh, kind of interesting story. Dylan O'Brien is confirmed to be the voice of Bumblebee. Bumblebee yeah, is actually going to be talking in the movie. Apparently, apparently, I again, I I watched the Transformers like animated movie like once when I was a kid. I thought it was cool, yeah. but I never really grew up with the Transformers, the show, or the toys or anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know the like the lo- the lore, All the lore, the like which character? Yeah, does Bumblebee usually talk? Is this like totally out of the ordinary? Because I know, mm-hmm. you know, with the whole Michael Bay thing, his thing was speaking through the radio, yeah, you know, broadcasts and songs. Um, and every once in a while, like he would have a little speaking role somehow, but yeah. But again, it was always from something, yeah, like a quote from a movie or something. Mm-hmm. So, Didn't they fix a voice box in one of them? No, I don't know. Well, I can't that's remember fair. all those. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Dylan O'Brien, people probably know him from, I think it was the Maze Runner movies. He was in those. Yeah. Um, uh, he was in the Teen Wolf TV yeah. show a couple of years back. He was in American Assassin. Oh, wait, that was, that's the one I was uh, Last of. year. Yeah, with Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, he's an up and rising star. I'm just, people seem to like him. Yeah, cool. he is. And I, I think I'm one of the few that like him as well. I mean, I only know him based off of Maze Runner, but just from what I saw, I thought he seemed pretty talented and he seemed to have a yeah. real presence like on screen. Who, 
um, are undeniably talented. They just haven't gotten that like meaty role yet. Yeah. Because, you know, I've never seen the Maze Runner movies. I'm sure at least the first one's, you know, fine. Yeah, but it even is. They're still very much that young adult kind of thing. Yeah, so true. Probably not the deepest role he could use to show off his mm-hmm. talents. Not that the voice of Bumblebee will be that role either. I think that part um, will be interesting is that it's a voiceover role. So you really will be paying attention to like how he can act through true. his voice. True. Especially, I don't know if everyone's going to be thinking about that while watching Bumblebee. I, it just makes me wonder how much Bumblebee is going to be talking. Exactly. I mean, even in the trailers, we can tell he still does his whole... Like he's still mute. Communicating yeah. through the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be a little bit curious about that too. But I mean, uh, IGN was the one that broke the story when the when they were interviewing one of the producers, they explained the reasoning why uh, Dylan O'Brien got cast. And basically, the uh, the guy says, Dylan has the great quality in his voice of youthful exuberance and also uh, sort of trustworthiness. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can see those qualities being important to Bumblebee's character. Sure. And I mean, if you <laughs> had to search through everyone and he was the winner, why not? You know? Cool. I, I mean, there's not much else to really report on this other than no, that. it's a short little simple story. I just thought it was interesting that yeah. Bumblebee is going to be talking since what I'm assuming most people's like most people probably only know Transformers from the Michael Bay movies. Yeah. For better and worse. Uh, for worse. But that <laughs> that yeah <laughs> that means that most people you know kind of are just under the assumption oh Bumblebee's that cute one who can't talk. Mm. But now apparently he is talking so. Yeah I mean maybe Dylan O'Brien will help us love Bumblebee even more. Yeah and I mean I maybe. keep coming back to what's the name of the the director who's tackling bumblebee travis knight travis knight yeah coming from kubo and the two strings and all that he he penned a really heartfelt letter about what the transformers meant to him and like as a kid growing up like they were very integral to his upbringing and the more i hear about him and his like genuine passion for this thing i actually i'm getting more and more excited for it good good Um, because like we've said before on this podcast he knows how to tug at the heartstrings you know from, oh definitely I, yeah Laco movies but uh yeah i don't know i guess maybe this the the fact that bumblebee will actually be talking and have his own voice is just adding even more um you know like personal intimate stakes to the movie that the transformers movies have been missing for so long yeah i think that's what it really comes down to is that they want that out of this story and they think that they're gonna get it with dylan o'brien's voice which yeah i mean if good for him that, and good for uh this movie bumblebee's whole shtick was cute and it was funny but we got like five movies of that plus if it's like his own movie and that's all it is yeah, then that might like get how old. are you gonna how are how are we gonna relate to or identify with bumblebee right right aside from just being that cute awkward thing mm-hmm so, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say on that other than good for Dylan and hope the yeah. Bumblebee movie is good. Yeah. Which we think we, which, which we think is it will be, I think. Uh, and finally, for one of our final stories, uh, it was kind of a interesting one that came out of left field, but Marvel reportedly is fast-tracking a Asian-led superhero film uh, using their character Shang-Chi. And <laughs> I have a little bit of a description on who Shang-Chi is. Uh, he, basically, he's the son of a China-based globalist who grew up training in martial arts and weaponry while being shut out from the world. And basically, his initial his origin story is that he finds out that his father is actually really evil, and so <laughs> he trains to basically beat him. And it's kind of a personal tale. It kind of has like sounds of like Enter the Dragon and other martial arts yeah, films. Yeah, I was that... a little reading. I think that character was created around the 
peak popularity of those kind of Bruce Lee movies. Yeah, his his first story came out in 1973, which I say was around the time where that was happening. Yeah. And I mean, well, I think that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say the same thing. Like, I mean, let's let's just think about it. Black Panther did so well and it kind of helped show that people are kind of dying for a little bit of diversity in mm-hmm. superhero films. So, well, if I you think, think the, you have a character uh for the Asian market, why not? I think it's just going to be cool if they if they kind of go all in on the martial artsness, you know, mm-hmm. like, like I'm at just like a Kung Fu Marvel movie. That would be yeah. awesome. You know, people, people love martial art films. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the things that they bring to the table. A lot of times they're incredibly cheesy, incredibly over the top for sure, but just, just so enjoyable. Yeah. And I mean, depending on who they find to direct this thing, like maybe we can get one of the better martial arts movies of yeah. recent I mean, year, like, which would be great. I guess you could say, um, Marvel's kind of tackled martial arts a little bit with like Daredevil and and Iron Fist, Iron Fist. which <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about Iron yeah. Fist. But, but as far as their movies, because you know those are obviously the Netflix shows, right? But in terms of their actual movies, the core MCU, I think that would be a great uh, avenue to to go down. It's it's kind of funny going back to the Netflix show. It sounds like uh, this character could be what Iron Fist wasn't never was <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they, i think they missed the mark on iron fist completely so maybe they can make up for it uh with shang chi and yeah it I sounds mean, like they already got a writer working on a script and he sounds like he's a good up-and-comer that's been working hard and has been making good stuff so yeah let's hope now that, that now something good comes it, out of it how do we not already have like a martial arts master type hero kicking butt besides uh our next to all the other adventures that would fit in perfectly I I think so. Just if we, have, if we can have a guy shooting bows and arrows at people, exactly. Then we should have a guy doing flying roundhouse kicks and and I mean, you know, it's proven that those second tier characters that don't have the powers can still fit right in with the rest of the superpower teams. Yeah, so. well, I feel like the thing with these, with like the MCU or other things, is there are always superheroes that are way more popular than others. You know? Oh, for sure. People who never have opened a comic book in their life know who spider-man captain america you know these people are Mm -hmm. um but to the general audience i feel like there's not really any major difference between like a b-tier hero or like a d-tier you know aside from those main popular people all the other superheroes are kind of the same oh i would i would agree with that Oh, i've never heard of him is he another hero so i feel like that kind of is gonna work because I've I had never heard of Shang Chi. Oh, neither have I. <laughs> um, I'm assuming he's probably not, you know, the most D-list. famous. Yeah, D-list yeah, character. he's probably <laughs> he's probably down there mm-hmm. in terms of popularity. But you know that doesn't that doesn't change things. Hopefully, it's, you know why not rise another or bring another smaller, lesser known superhero up to the top. Well, especially doesn't change things for Marvel. I mean, I think at this point, Marvel is so beloved and is so trusted with that they could take any character they want now and people would still be interested. And I think they can see that with how much they've grown and um, how much diversity is becoming a factor into Hollywood now more to work with. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. I feel like people, the general consensus is like, I mean, yeah, Marvel has time and time again, proven that they can at least make any superhero somewhat interesting yeah you know sometimes yeah they flounder a little bit but for the most generally for the most part i think yeah i mean people turn up for the movies Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i think that's exciting yeah 
Definitely. And speaking of Marvel, uh, we got a nice surprise last night, and it was yeah, it was last night. Yeah. Uh, last night with a new Captain Marvel trailer. Yeah, that showed. I mean, I think the first one is technically a trailer. I don't think it was a teaser. Um, I don't but, know, and I don't yeah, care. Again, We've talked about this before. Stuff doesn't really matter. <laughs> Point being, I feel like we saw more of the story in this one. Well, actually, I don't even know if we saw more of the story. We saw more. Well, let me like, affect stuff and costume s- scenes where she's kicking butt with her powers. Let me give you a quick synopsis for this. So the synopsis is as follows: The story follows Carol Danvers as she becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races. Set in the 1990s, Captain Marvel is an all-new adventure from a previously unseen period in the history of the MCU. And in even that synopsis really doesn't. Aliens. Yeah, okay. It's okay. very <laughs> basic synopsis, but there's still not quite a lot of meat to chew on with that. No. And I agree with you that this trailer didn't exactly add anything to this. Well, it it established what the story was a lot better than the teaser did, but I don't think it really got into it as much as it did and maybe that's a secrecy secrecy thing or not but i think for some people that could be a little bit of a problem i just i, I don't <laughs> think this trailer was anything special yeah um and again i don't usually go crazy for any of these marvel movie trailers because you know they're they just don't do a whole lot for me besides the occasion like ooh, that looks that looks pretty cool that's fair um that's fair and I love Brie Larson, but I don't know. There was something about the way she was delivering her lines in this trailer. Hmm. It was like, I don't want to say bad acting. Maybe it was just horribly chopped and edited and taken out of context. But a lot of them sounded a little, like a little monotone, or just I don't know. I wasn't. I I was not buying her lines, and it didn't help that there was a lot of those very cliche like trailer lines, like. Everything that you know is about to change, <laughs> or something. What something in my past has the answers? Sure, you know, sure. You know, and that's just basic trailer. Yeah, you know, jargon. You, it's, you gotta expect that, and mm-hmm. I did. But it, again, it was just the way she, her lines were delivered. I don't know. It, I wasn't feeling it. Well, that's fair. I mean, I just didn't see it. I just didn't see that like you did. I think I like probably liked the trailer a little more then. But I think like the biggest takeaway I got was how visually great it looks. Like, I love how she looks in the costume, how her powers seem to be looking. I like all the space stuff. I like that it's kind of like a space opera type thing that we might get in yeah, in hopefully. outer space while at the same time being, like, hopefully being a personal story, like, on the ground set in the 1990s. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of the editing was a little weird, and it sounds like that kind of same thing is coming out from a lot of, of the feedback from this trailer. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I, I dug it for what it was selling me. I just wish that maybe it could have pushed a little bit more with telling us a bit about the story. But again, yeah. it told us enough to where it kind of seems like it's going to be a secrecy thing. Jude law is the bad guy. I'm calling it now. That's what I'm wondering too. <laughs> I'm calling it now. As there I was, was watching some... it, they've kept his character so hidden. Well, yeah, he's the last one build on the poster. So, you know, he's potentially doesn't have like the biggest role. Do you think that's a um, credibility thing too, though? Cause it's like Jude law. Know. established I don't actor know. jude law um i'm just throwing out there i don't know questions. the main thing <laughs> that i think is there was some line in the trailer where she says something like it was you or like, yeah where you know, it's the realization like, it's yeah like, it's like what it was you and then the trailer <laughs> cuts to a shot of jude law for like half a second but maybe it's trying to trick you 
Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you did say editing <laughs> could be editing. Because obviously that's... we know Lee Pace is back in yeah. some form as Ronan, the who people will probably recognize as the main bad guy from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I hope gets redeemed here. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, a little mini tangent. Lee Pace was great in his role as a villain. You yep. know, Ronan is one of the more memorable Marvel villains, even though he still suffered from the terrible writing that most of the Marvel villains have suffered from. Yeah, his writing was the weak part. Underwriting, underwritten, underutilized. Sure, yeah. yeah. But uh, So yeah, I'm excited to see him back in this one. Um, but my guess is they're going to think, you're going to think like he's the bad guy, but then they're going to do a bait and switch and Jude Law is going to be like, oh, it was me all along. When they first casted him, I was imagining that he was going to be the original Captain Marvel, which is pretty much the male version well, not the male version, but it was like the original character, like who was the guy version, and now, especially like nowadays, like the comics have switched over to being Carol Danvers being oh, Captain sort of Marvel, like Miss Marvel, people who are like Robin. Yeah, exactly. You know, different... It's it's one of those things, and okay. I thought maybe he still is, but my first guess was that it's him. But the more I think about, it, the more I wonder if he is going to be like the bait and switch bad guy. Yeah, I I'm confident he will, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, who I knows? My, my the thing, the biggest thing about this movie that I, that I wonder about is, obviously, this is going to be incredibly important to the whole in- Avengers Infinity War Endgame. Yeah, like we know, Captain Marvel is going to come in Avengers Four, play a critical role in undoing the whole Thanos snap thing. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder, like, this movie has to you know, has to establish her through, you know, it has to be an origin story. So we become familiar with her. Yeah. Which it looks um, like it will, but we also need to get like a sense that she's not just really powerful. Cause all of the Avengers are powerful in their own movies, but she's the but most like, powerful. Ex- yeah. Extract. <laughs> like what make, what's special about Captain Marvel that allows her to undo or play a critical role in fixing yeah. the whole Thanos thing. Like, why is it her and nobody else? That's what I wonder. I'm, yeah, is, is the movie I, gonna, I agree is with the that. movie going to sell me on the fact that Captain Marvel is like this even more powerful superhero mm-hmm. that's just been out in space this whole time? Yeah, and happens to show up now when we need her, or is it just going to come across as like another Avenger who just happens to be the one to save the day? You know, right, right. Got to be. There's got to be something there that you know makes me believe she could hold her own against Thanos. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for too. I'm hoping that they tell a solid origin story for this character while at the same time showing us why she's a worthy character for us. To, well not a worthy character, but why she's an interesting character for us to want to follow and root for. And on yeah. top of that you also have to see why she could be going toe to toe with Thanos. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and all that combined, it could work. Hopefully it does, but that's a tall order. It I mean, really even is. Even after Thanos, because obviously she's she, she's going to be one of the main new Avengers. Probably. Avengers yeah. 4 is over, and most likely the original people kind of go their separate ways. Because, you know, we have Black Panther, we have Spider-Man, mm-hmm. um, maybe Doctor Strange. but uh, Maybe. We're, we're going to have Shang-Chi. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be a part of it. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I mean, this movie has a lot of things it needs to do. You know, set up an interesting character, a new character that we like, prove that she's as powerful as she's supposed to be, and make us believe that, and give us a character who will obviously mesh with both the new and old adventures mm-hmm. and be able to carry the Marvel franchise into the future. Do you think 
Well, let hypothetically, let's say that all these three things aren't going to be in this movie. Do you think these trailers are not quite working as well because as well for some people, maybe including yourself, because like they're trying to keep all that hidden so that way it's revealed in the yeah, movie? Maybe. Or do I you, mean, or is the it just thing for me or? is I, I'm just not that excited. Which by yeah, Marvel, trailers, not everyone's going know? to be. Yeah, it's to me that I've seen Marvel trailers before. I know that there's going to be big, loud percussion. Yep blasting epic music mm-hmm. there's gonna be cheesy one-line cliche dialogue yeah there's gonna be cool shots of action and there's gonna be like a silly joke here and there yep you know which check they all <laughs> checked it off <laughs> for this trailer I'm, I'm just not the kind of person who's like excited and into actively anticipating marvel movie trailers so maybe i don't know maybe for people who are more into it they were like oh my god i cannot wait this is I, this is so cool mm-hmm. um but I don't know. For me, it's I just I didn't think this trailer was anything special. That's fair. Okay, I was just curious about that. Um, also, do you think this tra- this um the release of Captain Marvel is gonna hurt a little because everyone's so anticipated for Avengers four maybe? Uh because I of feel me like maybe. But the other part of me, knowing the way Marvel fans are, yeah, I feel like they're gonna be they're gonna mostly be like okay we gotta go see this because we need to know you know what's gonna happen yeah we need need to know this in order to fully get avengers 4 so i feel like avengers 4 is going to help captain marvel okay that's what i feel i was just only curious because i feel like not everyone was so excited for this trailer to be released only because we're still waiting on the avengers 4 trailer and i'm hoping that same thought doesn't happen with Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel and then, as well. Yeah, that's probably a little unfortunate for Captain Marvel and for the movie that, you know, most people are probably, they want to see this so that they can see Avengers 4. Yeah. You know, most people, their eyes are all on Avengers 4. It's not, oh my God, only a couple more months till Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, it's, excuse me, that's probably not how it is. But, I mean, you, you can't really blame them. Avengers 4, it's... It's like the biggest, it's going to be the biggest thing <laughs> since Avengers 3. Oh, definitely. But, uh, I guess, yeah, they're supposed to release that trailer, aren't they? At least they're rumored to. Rumors are saying that the trailer for Avengers 4 is going to be debuting Wednesday morning, so tomorrow morning. Where did that, where do these rumors come from? I don't know. I just, I can't figure it out I'm for seeing, the life of me. All of a sudden, I'm seeing things like, well, look, if, if the rumors are true, I'm like, where are these? Yeah, I, I, I'm, from? I'm trying to <laughs> see where they are too. But even and if if it if they are true and it does come out on Wednesday, then you know people are probably gonna immediately forget about the Captain Marvel trailer and flock over to the Avengers Four trailer. I mean, I think Captain, if they do release it that way, I think, I think it will probably. It, I think you're right. It will hurt the Captain Marvel trailer overall. But at least it, the Captain Marvel trailer was like a good, like hop to get yeah. to well, the, thing, I think the Avengers 4 trailer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, this trailer is going to help Avengers 4's trailer, but once that drops, then people aren't going to remember about the Captain no. Marvel trailer. Well, this, I think I think the Avengers 4 trailer is going to have Captain Marvel in it. Like, Definitely. Like, maybe not a whole lot, since we literally have a Captain Marvel the movie trailer. Yeah. But she'll probably come in at some last minute thing at the trailer like what are we gonna do did someone is this call the for end? a hero is this, <laughs> is this how it ends yeah and then like, there's this blinding light mm-hmm. and she descends from the heavens or something is it a little <laughs> weird that i'm more excited to see what the russo brothers do with brie larson than in captain marvel is that weird 
No, I don't well, think it's weird. I'm a little, I'm a little more excited based for on, that. Based than on her me. line deliveries in this trailer, I hope her <laughs> line delivery is better in the Avengers Four trailer. Maybe if she speaks in it. Maybe I don't know. Like for some reason, just thinking about her pairing with the Russo brothers because I've I've loved them so much, obviously for what they've done in this universe. But I don't know that pairing sounds just so cool. I can't to me. even remember who's directing Captain Marvel. It's these two um, kind of unknown directors. They're they did an indie movie just recently. Let me see if I can figure out. Oh, Disney and where they're coming from, picking up these hmm. these almost no name directors so they can work them cheap. I do like it though. I like that. <laughs> no, it's it is great, especially for exposure and you know the talents that they can bring. But it's just funny to me that that Disney's kind of subtly just made that their thing. But it's kind of cool. Like it helps these upcoming directors like get their moment but at the same time they know like these guys are the best for storytelling so they decide to go all in and trust mm-hmm. them that much it's i don't know like it it's cool to me i get what you mean though like it's no i think it's cool too it's just yeah it's just funny it's like an inside joke now it's like ooh, you made a successful indie movie so when are you working on your big superhero movie <laughs> like that's always the follow-up question mm-hmm. i think their last film was mississippi grind which came out in 2015 okay I actually, oh, I did hear about that. Oh, wait, I think that has, I think it has Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds. I see Ryan Reynolds' picture. Yeah, I think that. And Ben Mendelsohn, I mean, yeah. I remember seeing trailers for that. Maybe I should check this out. This like sounds interesting. But its trailer came out, and it seemed like next month I saw it. It's used DVD on the store rack, but oh really? Whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, like like we said earlier, like we can trust Marvel at this point, so maybe they saw something. <laughs> in their script and their directing style. Yeah. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see in that movie and Captain Marvel as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess that's probably it. Yeah, if you guys want to, real quick, if you guys want to watch the trailer or you want to read all of the stories that we just talked about today, uh, please check them out at silverscreeninsider.com. Just go on over, like just look at all of our stuff. We have yeah. everything updated. All the stories are there. So just enjoy yourselves and please it's check that out. It's never been easier to be up to date. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we'll be back. We'll probably have an episode on Thursday or Friday, but I believe it's Thursday. We decided Thursday, potentially with our thoughts on the Avengers four trailer. Yeah. That maybe that may, if, if <laughs> the rumors are true or not, and hopefully Cody will be back. Hopefully. All right, everyone take it easy. Take care.